We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You are listening to KC Sports Network, proudly presented by Emprise Bank, your partner in Possible. Coming up, the latest episode of KCSN Update with the stories, stats, headlines, and rumors people are talking about to get you caught up on all things regarding the Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Chiefs. Rotating guests with different perspectives. The latest episode of KCSN Update, presented by DraftKings, begins now. What is up, Chiefs Team, and welcome into today's episode of KCSN Update. I am your host, Tucker Franklin, and I am very pleased to be joined by Joshua B. Briscoe of Sports Radio 810 Kansas City and the Times Ours podcast and Arrowhead Report. And Josh, did I miss anything? How are you doing? Uh, I'm now also a married man, an international traveler, a man of mystery. So yeah, I mean, I've been I've been busy forever, uh, but specifically yeah. this last month or so has been a different kind of busy, and I'm I'm doing great because of it. I think I reached out to you. How long ago was that? A week or two ago? Well, no, it was prior to your wedding. And I said, like, like let's, a month. yeah, yeah, it was like a month ago now at this point. It's like, let's record an episode. And you're like, dude, you're an idiot. Uh, I am That's in the middle of planning. <laughs> no, it's true. And you said, uh, I can't breathe right now, I think is actually what you said. That might be an exact quote, actually. Yeah, it was a lot, a very busy time. But now, you know, most of the, the stress of that has passed. We did a lot of good, fun things. Wedding went well and all, so. Um, I, uh, I feel pretty good. And now I'm just kind of like, you know, yeah, it's June and the football season's not as high, high octane as you might like it to be. Don't tell me that I, I, I was off Twitter for like two weeks. I, I was, I've got DeAndre Hopkins takes still percolating in here somewhere. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm fresh out the, out the, the June sort of, uh, I don't know, little, little burrowing hole. I don't, not to say the B word so early in the show, but right. after it's get yourself. Uh, yeah, no, uh, I had a really great time at the wedding. Uh, I had copious amounts of Lilo shaved ice. Uh, so I, I appreciated that and pretzel sticks as well. Incredible. Uh, it was, it was a great time. Uh, we all had a great time, but, uh, I want to ask you this question, Josh, to start off the show. If you don't know, Josh is joining us for uh, the power ranking segment that, you know, you said that it was my IP, but I don't like to claim that I invented power rankings because sure. it's far from the truth. I maybe pioneered power ranking things that don't usually get power ranked. Uh, but we are going to power rank, to give you the top five quarterbacks that the Chiefs are going to face. At the end of the episode, we're going to give you a nonsense power ranking. So if you want some little bit of nonsense, 
a little bit of uh, maybe a palate cleanser for the end of your week, go ahead and stick around for that. And we're going to be power ranking the topic I'll give you later. That's a professional tease right there, Josh. I love that's it. I can't wait. Um, very excited. didn't invent the concept of power rankings. Patrick Mahomes no. didn't invent quarterbacking. So, I mean, yeah, I'm just okay. saying. I'm just saying. Listen. I, I'm not going to argue with that because that's a pretty good uh, that's a pretty good parallel there. But I want to ask you first because what's hot in the streets right now, Josh? Chris Jones is not at mandatory minicamp in June. Collective gasp. What is your uh, concern level on the scale of one to ten? I made a short that went on on YouTube. I put it on my TikTok. I put it I put it everywhere, asking people what their concern level was on the scale of one to ten, trying to get the pulse of the Twitter streets. About what's going on uh, in Chiefs Kingdom, about what they think about Chris Jones not showing up to mandatory minicamp. Didn't show up on a Wednesday either. So what are your thoughts on that? I think on a scale of 1 to 10, my concern level is probably like a 2. And that is not raising from the beginning of the week and going, oh, well, maybe he'll show up at minicamp. If he would have shown up at minicamp, you could have had even, you could have dropped it to a 1, I guess, right? Like, hey, things are great here. But, but the fact of the matter is that Chris Jones shouldn't be at minicamp. I mean, mandatory, yes, and he'll pay the fines. But this isn't even like, you know, kind of the the the, the holdouts where you have guys who are, you know, fluctuating between a few years left on their deal, and you think, should I just hold out and sit out a year? I think, didn't Chris Jones say he could be Le'Veon Bell the last time they did a yeah, contract yeah. Uh, negotiation and everything? Right now, Chris Jones is attempting to secure what will be his last enormous long-term deal. He'll make more money after this deal is over, I would assume, uh, maybe with the Chiefs and maybe elsewhere, who's to say. But this is the last big payday that, that Chris Jones has in his career. Football careers are extremely short, even when you are elite and, in my opinion, a, a future-deserving Hall of Famer. But at, at the point that Chris Jones is at right now, it doesn't make sense even to go jog around minicamp and then have something weird happen in your knee or whatever bizarre thing could happen. And it, that could also come back around in, in training camp, too. And if he is not signed by training camp, my tone could be slightly different. But at that yep. point, I, it, for me, it would be, hey, you missed the soft deadline. The soft deadline to get this deal done is right at the beginning of training camp. Get it done then. Everyone's happy. Your defense is held together. If you don't have it done by then, I start to ask, what is Chris Jones asking for? What are the Chiefs offering? And who's being unreasonable here, right, in the the structure or the total numbers and whatever it may be. But but right now, I would have loved it if they would have gotten the deal done before the draft. You you yeah. create an extra $20 million to work with. It could, we could be talking about DeAndre Hopkins. It could be a fun time. But with where the Chiefs are at now, all I care about is that deal hopefully getting done by training camp. If it's a week in the camp, fine. It'll be okay. But things really do kick into a more serious gear with, with Andy Reid's training camps once they get to St. Joe. So get it done by St. Joe and I'll, I'll be tickled. Um, but about a month or so, right, uh, mm -hmm. to, to actually make that happen. I do wonder how much ground they still have to cover. Fun fact, Josh. The first year that we had done Arrowhead Report together was the offseason that Chris Jones did sign that uh, contract. Yes, okay. So I think, and the crazy thing about it's been that long, uh, but also uh, I'm meaning to look it up. I, I, when Chris Jones signed his first contract, I believe it was in July. Like, I believe that it was after mandatory minicamp, and I don't even think he went to that mandatory minicamp. He, he also skipped minicamp that year. Yes, absolutely. So I don't think that, and I've been telling people this, this has not been a blip on my radar at all. Uh, it's just one of those things where it's just like, yeah, this is going to happen. He's going to get his deal. He's going to pay the fines, which when he gets his new contract, the fines will be like minuscule to them at that point. 
even they're minuscule right now. But I do think that people should not be worried. I've seen some comments about some tins. People are worried about him uh, missing out on minicamp. And I'm here to tell you, don't worry about it. It'll be okay. There are bigger things to worry about in the world than Chris Jones skipping out on mandatory minicamp. Like, despite the fact that there aren't that many people bigger than Chris Jones. Christ, it's a large human being. Uh, there's more things to worry about, like our top five quarterbacks the Chiefs will face uh, this offseason. So um, I'm very excited to, to, to kind of continue the power rankings and uh, I, top five rank things. People love ranking things. You see them all over social media all the time. But uh, Josh, I want to know your thoughts. When we were going back and forth on the topic and I said top five quarterbacks the Chiefs would face, what were, you, what were you thinking? What was going through the old dome? The the first thing I thought was, well, I, I can pretty much just rank my top five quarterbacks not named Patrick <laughs> Mahomes because the right. Chiefs play all of them. Like, yeah. they're, they're, most of them are in the AFC, and then I'm not going to give away any because I'll throw in some other names or whatever. But, like, the the guys in the NFC are Jalen Hurts and Aaron Rodgers, right? Like, I'm not, I'm not like, just skipping over Derek Carr to be disrespectful. I mean, I'm really thinking about it. And so you, you've got the young guns in the AFC, who the Chiefs are going to play apparently every year for the next decade, and then even the guys, I said Aaron Rodgers in the NFC, I do know the Jets are in the AFC, and that's something I'll just have to get used to. Okay. Um, but but Jalen Hurts is the is the pride of the NFC, and, and, and Aaron Rodgers is technically employed by a team in the AFC. We'll, we'll see if he's playing when the season comes around. Right. Um, but there's just such a power imbalance between the two conferences. Rodgers goes NFC to AFC this offseason, and I, again, uh, before we actually get into it, my thoughts were, let me just start ranking these guys who aren't Mahomes, figure yep. out where the teardrops kind of are, and uh, I, I don't have to eliminate very many quarterbacks because they, they're they failing to appear on the Chiefs' schedule. They're pretty much all... Right. The Chiefs do have a, have a pretty tough schedule this year. Um, and that's kind of what I started to do because I wrote down the the opponents and like, all of the quarterbacks. And I was like, oh, look... look. The, they have all the hard quarterbacks. And when you mention like the AFC and the NFC, the discrepancy, even the good rookie quarterbacks went to the AFC. Like, yep. I think I think the Indianapolis got the best quarterback in the draft, the NC Richardson. I think that's going to be a really good pick for them in the long run. And that's in the AFC. Uh, Bryce Young went to uh, the Panthers. So, I mean, so what? There's one right there. Uh, he's got to compete against Jalen Hurts. Uh, so give him a couple years. So, I mean, there's a very large talent discrepancy. So let's get into it, Josh. Top five. We're going to go five down to one as professionals, as we are. We've got to give the best for last. Uh, who is your number five quarterback uh, that, that the Chiefs will play this year? My number five quarterback is the aforementioned Aaron Rodgers. I, I didn't feel good leaving him completely off this list. And there, I think that there are at least six obvious contenders for a top six. And uh, I mean, someone's getting left out. But. I uh, I've given it a little bit of thought. I was I was a little bit prepared to be an Aaron Rodgers is going to fall on his face in New York kind of hater, uh, but I, I actually I actually think there's going to be a little rejuvenation for him. Um, I I think there are four guys the Chiefs will play who I'm more worried about that, than Aaron Rodgers. Uh, but but he's number five. Interesting. I, Aaron Rodgers is on my list, but he is not number five for me. Uh, number five for myself is Trevor Lawrence, the Jacksonville Jaguars quarterback. Had a good year last year coming around. I think that Jacksonville Jaguars team is going to be pretty salty this year. And it's kind of tough with the week that the Chiefs got them drawn. It's like week two in Jacksonville. It's still going to be like 100 degrees and humid in Jacksonville, which that Dome Stadium can't come quick enough, honestly, for Jacksonville. Yeah. Um, I think that'll be great for them. And also, 
fun fact about this, the AFC South will be the first conference to fully have dome stadiums. Did you know that? No, I hadn't considered that, but they sure will yeah. be. Oh, that's kind of fun. First division, I guess. I shouldn't we gotta, say yeah, we got a we got a dome Semantics. division. Yeah, they're all they're all in domes, which so seems wild to me. The AFC South actually, it's just so God doesn't have to watch. <laughs> right. Gotta I, hide them. Gotta hate. I don't want to. The only way I'm seeing the AFC South is on Amazon on Thursdays. Like that's I've kind of accepted that at this point. Now I like so, that, like I like what most of them have done this off season. So I actually yeah no they they did all really good. I'm missing out with all these dang domes. <laughs> right. What's that? I've talked about this Spike Kids 2 meme way too much already. Uh, yeah, sorry. I want to talk. Uh, no, I want to talk about Spike Kids now. No, so like it's, a, it's Steve Buscemi, I believe, and he says, "Do you think God stays in heaven because he's in fear of what he created?" Um, and oh, I think that that's from Spike Kids. That's from Spike Kids too, buddy. Um, yeah. No yeah. If I'm wrong, correct me in the comments. But I'm like 99% sure it's from Spike Kids, and that's just the AFC South. God stays in heaven. He conscious him in those because he fears what he's created. Because he fears Mike Vrabel. <laughs> and, and Davis Mills. <laughs> yeah, you should fear Davis Mills. That neck. Oof. Yeah. Um, okay. So number five for you, Aaron Rodgers. Number five for me, Trevor Lawrence. Are we going to snake draft this? Uh, actually, I'm going to snake draft. I'm going to do... Yeah. I know we're not like drafting players. We're giving our top five. But I'm going to go ahead and get it out of the way because I have Aaron Rodgers at number four. Kind of the same yeah. reason of like... We haven't seen the matchup of Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers yet. I know that the matchups really don't play into this a whole lot, but it's something that's been highly anticipated. I know State Farm's been anticipating it for quite some time now. Yes. And I think that, you know, I know Aaron Rodgers is old. Maybe this is a farewell tour at some point, uh, to some extent, with, with him in New York. But uh, I'm excited to see him take the field against, against the Chiefs. Um, yeah, I mean, he's an all-time great. He's still good. But uh, how good he'll be is still yet to be seen. If he'll be healthy, it's still yet to be seen as well. Yeah, if he'll turn the lights on, it's still yet to be seen. Right. Um, but I, I actually, I'm with you on all of that. I'm, I'm, I'm really excited for that matchup. Uh, I just still have my my doubts on Aaron Rodgers, which I think you could also extend to my number four quarterback here, who has uh, accomplished quite a bit in this last year or so. Um, but I, I do wonder what it's going to look like when Jalen Hurts doesn't have his offensive coordinator and is now you know, the, the big contract won't be affecting their cap immediately. But um, that that's going to be a, a long-term question to ask. But I, I am simultaneously a big fan of Jalen Hurts and have a few questions, I guess, yeah. about just the, the sustainability and um, how you, you follow up a near MVP campaign with whatever you do next. I, I try not to be too tainted by Patrick Mahomes bursting onto the scene <laughs> taking everybody's bleep and never giving it back so I, i've got i've got hurts probably a little lower than some may um but i'm starting to wonder if he's on your list at all we'll have to find out uh also josh you can curse on this program this isn't terrestrial radio uh mm. you can you can curse on this on this program Heck yeah oh wow we are i gotta turn on the explicit tab now yeah, uh, i don't want to i don't know Right, right. No, we're we're good. Uh, I do appreciate that. Jalen Hurts coming in at your number four. So we have your number five, Aaron Rodgers, and your number four, Jalen Hurts. My number five, Trevor Lawrence. My number four, Aaron Rodgers. We'll get to number three right after this. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Make sure you download our new app. Find it on the App Store or Google Play. Just search KC Sports Network. 
We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. Hanging out with Joshua Briscoe here from Sports Radio 810 on today's KCSN update. Hey, look, if you don't know anything about our KCSN golf tournament, our tacos and bourbon golf tournament, by the way, sponsored by Mission Taco Joint and Holiday Distillery, two wonderful partners of ours, go down to the link in the description. Go check that out. You can sign up there. There's going to be prizes. There's going to be swag giveaways. There's going to be a silent auction. And one golfer will have an opportunity to hit a shot for $1 million. So make sure to go check that out. You can get your foursome there. I believe it's 500 bucks for a foursome. Pretty pretty good price for a golf tournament, if you ask me, as in Sunflower Hills and Bonner Springs. All right, Josh, let's get to number three. Give me your number three on your list for uh, top five quarterbacks the Chiefs will face in 2023. The number three quarterback on my list the Chiefs will face in 2023 is going to frustrate Chiefs fans, and I don't care. Number three on my list is Justin Herbert. I get it. I understand your skepticism. I know that you hate Brandon Staley. I know that you hate the Chargers' cursed injury history. I know, I, I understand why in so many ways the Chargers have shown themselves to be fraudulent to you over the years, Chiefs Kingdom. I I, I get it. I, I really do. That goes back to Philip Rivers, for goodness sake. I mean, oh, yeah. it, it runs deep. But I really think Justin Herbert is special, I have my doubts still about how it will all ultimately come together, but but similarly in a lot of ways to Jalen Hurts, to, to, to some extent at least, it's not about a lack of faith in the quarterback. And for me, I, I am a huge Justin Herbert fan. Um, I, I would have loved to see what his career would have looked like if he was immediately handed over to an offensive mind who didn't actively work against him more often than not. Um, but I, I think we may have seen the reorganization the Chargers needed this offseason, and I, I like a big year for Justin Herbert. I was just on uh, Brian Haney's uh podcast big b sports show and we were talking about kind of the chargers and how they had you know joe lombardi out and now they have kellen moore in there i think that is a huge offseason addition nobody that they could assign or draft was going to make as big of an impact as that uh for the chargers i know chief says i want to hear that i know they don't brett coleman he works for the chargers he comes on this program people do not like it when uh (laughs) he comes and talks about the chargers we are the comment section is full of just like get brett coleman out of here this guy uh get a load of this guy type of type of comments, you know? Um, so I, uh, for number three on mine is a, is a familiar face. Chance that you uh, have seen it's Josh Allen. I got Josh Allen and number three. Some people might be thinking Tucker. Some people think Tucker. That's kind of wildly low for Josh Allen. Can he win the big game? 
Can does he does he play? Does he show up when it matters? That's yet to be seen. Last time we saw Josh Allen on the field, his number one wide receiver was not very happy with him. Does he have the relational relationship ability that quarterback? Very concerning, Tucker. I think it's, I think it's, I think it's very concerning. Yeah, a hundred percent. Um, I, 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 we, it's like, I think of this from all other ways, but I just think Josh Allen has kind of been passed up in some regards uh, when it comes to some of the other quarterbacks in the AFC and in the league as a whole. Last year was a year where I think Buffalo was really expected to take that leap forward and a leap that they didn't take. Uh, so I think part of that does fall on Josh Allen later on in the season. He became a little less accurate than, than he was early on and didn't play as well. And a lot of times the bills flow with how Josh Allen plays. And I mean, I think you say the same thing about the chiefs as well. That's what happens when you have a star quarterback, but I think Josh Allen, there's been some other quarterbacks that pass up Josh Allen. Not that I think that Josh Allen's a bad quarterback, I think there's a couple other quarterbacks I can put ahead of Josh Allen and feel comfortable doing it. I don't hate it. I had to go through that exercise. I was getting to the top three, although I'm starting to ask some questions about what's going to happen at the top of your list. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but there is some reason, I think, to be a little bit concerned by that late season. Like, ooh, those are some bad Josh Allen tendencies because the best yeah. of Josh Allen is stupendous. It, it is the best quarterbacking in football not done by a man wearing red or white with a 15 on it. I, I really do think Josh Allen's ceiling is outrageous. And, I, and that, what a hot take, Josh, thanks. But <laughs> but more importantly here, I, I really do think that, that you used a word that is really the thing that has been damning to Josh Allen these last 12 months or so altogether, is expectations. The, the, the Bills were expected to make the Super Bowl last year, if not win the whole thing. And we know this well at this point, that the margin of 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 error between a hugely disappointing season and a Super Bowl winning season is very, very, very small. So I think I think some of the expectation whiplash is not Josh Allen's fault. It is yeah. just the machine being the machine. But I, I am really, really curious to see how the, the top of those AFC guys shake out this year uh, because I, I do think there's a good argument to make that, that Josh Allen's been passed up a little bit by at least one of them. We got two more quarterbacks left, Josh, um, and I, I'm curious to know we're 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 through here. Three of them. You got Aaron Rodgers, Jalen Hurts, Justin Herbert. As we mentioned, a lot of quarterbacks, a lot of really good quarterbacks. So who do you have at number two? Josh Allen. Okay. So everything sense. I just said is all that. It's it. I I think those are all fair questions, and then I'd still have a pretty strong belief that that his ceiling is worth it. That that progression is not always linear. That that he may be in in uh, a position healthier, perhaps, and and continuing to evolve. Where he has an eight game stretch this year that is unlike much we've seen from anybody else before. Uh, but I I do have him not at number one on the the Chiefs right down here. I have a feeling I know who your number one is. And what if I told you? What if I gave you a little bit of a spoiler on my list, Josh, and said we have all of the same players just in different order. Oh, really? All right. Well, tell me about number two then. Number two is Joe Burrow. I've got Joe Burrow at number two uh, because, listen, that's a huge Chiefs rival. Joe Burrow has been playing well. Joe Burrow was asked about it. He said, hey, Patrick Holmes is the best player. His teammate didn't really handle that question all that well as Joe Burrow did. That's why Joe Burrow is a professional. Yes. As he does. does. (laughs) Playing better under pressure. I've got Joe Burrow at number two. But there's something about that guy, number one, that I just like a little bit better. Maybe it's the je ne sais quoi about uh, my number one guy that I like a little bit better uh, that I like from Joe Burrow. 
you want me to tell you my number one and talk about Joe Burrow? I mean, whoever. Yeah, is yeah go ahead. Can, great. I, I think you've got the exclamation point on this thing. So that's fabulous. I, I have Joe Burrow number one on my list for the quarterbacks that the Chiefs will play this year. Um, I I have everything in me as a football fan, as a football watcher, from the, the kid watching games to the kid playing NFL Street 2 to the adult <laughs> playing NFL Street 2. Now, I, I love the, the, the play style that, that Josh Allen brings, and it made me a little slower on the uptake with Joe Burrow. I, I do not, I am not easily wooed by, well, you know, he processes like Tom Brady because most guys don't. It's just code for he's not as athletic as you'd like him to be. Uh, but, but I really do think that what, what Burrow has shown um, since he's been healthy and with the weapons that he has around him really, really maximized. I, I don't, here, here's my hot take in a safe space here. I don't think that the gap between one and two in actual quarterback rankings, which includes Patrick Mahomes at number one, I, I don't think that gap between one and two is all that close um, mm. and that's while believing that the second or third tiers of, of quarterbacks in the NFL right now are as good as they've ever been like the idea that yeah. that Justin Herbert is like the fifth best quarterback in football would would blow the eyebrows off of anybody watching in the 80s um, but I I do like Joe Burrow at this point and uh, I'm I'm I think he's deserving for the number one spot on my list my yeah. list isn't the Tucker D Franklin president of power rankings list that's true. And who I've got at number one, you might have figured that out by now by the teaser I gave. I've got Jalen Hurts at number one. He put in an MVP level all year last year, played incredibly well on a team that I think had some expectations, right? We talk about the the word expectations again. The Eagles had some expectations coming into the year last year, but I don't know if really anyone expected them to go all the way to the Super Bowl. Uh, they played incredibly well. They're then coming off of a really good offseason this year. He played really well. Sands one play in the Super Bowl where, you know, unfortunately was a was a fumble return for six points. That was like the only mistake the dude made the whole game. Watching Jalen Hurts in that game, and, and I'll put my hand up, I don't watch a lot of NFC football just because, you know, the Chiefs don't play in the NFC. I don't usually dabble in the NFC storylines all that much. But getting to watch him in that game and just like how clinical he was and how good he was passing the ball, how good he is throwing the ball, the everything that he does in the game is just like, elevated and he, he really elevates that Eagles team and that's why I think that when you look at him and you give him another year kind of with motivation and in another healthy year I know he did have an injury towards the end of the year dude's a very good quarterback and I think that he gives Joe Burrow a run for his money when you're talking about overall quarterback rankings now obviously Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league and there's a lot of good conversations to have with with a lot of these quarterbacks as to where to put them but uh, I was just so impressed with Jalen Hurts last year, just his whole season, his season as a whole, and then his play in the Super Bowl as well. I couldn't, I couldn't pass it up. Uh, you know, Joe Burrow doesn't have a fourth quarter touchdown in the postseason, Josh. It is crazy. Uh, it's a crazy stat every time. An incredible stat, and uh, you know, Jalen Hurts has a few of them. Uh, so I, I couldn't. I, I kept thinking about that as I was making my list. Listen. I went through several iterations at my desk over there trying to think about what I wanted to do. And I just kept going back to 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 that uh, to Joe Burrow not being able to show up when it matters and, uh, and and getting it down. So that's why I put Jalen Hurts at number one. So my my OLI is Trevor Lawrence. Um, mm -hmm. Yes, just outside looking in. And for you, it's Justin Herbert, I imagine. Yeah, yeah. I said we had all the same guys and I lied. That was wrong. Uh, because I forgot you had Justin Herbert. Uh, Justin Herbert is on the outside looking in. Another guy that I really flirted with putting at that five spot, because I think Trevor Lawrence is better than than uh, Herbert, and Justin Fields was the other guy I've kind of flirted with a little bit, um, because you could I think you can really see what Justin Fields is going to be. 
Uh, last year specifically, he just had a very bad team around him. There were like games. You ever see those tweets about like Angel stats from like Otani and oh, Mike yeah. Trout? Something that hasn't no, happened since like, like, yeah, it's just like haven't haven't happened since eighteen hundreds when the the Angels lose nine to fourteen. Yes. It's just something like that. <laughs> that's what that's what was happening with Justin Fields last year. He was like running for three hundred yards and throwing for three hundred and fifty, and it's just like, oh, that hasn't ever been done in the NFL. Bears lose twelve to forty or forty seven or something like that. It's just like. He just he couldn't catch a break. I mean, they won three games all year last year, but he played really well in a lot of those games. I know that's kind of like a, a participation trophy at some point, but but still, uh, it's a team. It's a team game when you're only one guy. You should, you should, for sure. And and you can see what he's going to be. I like Trevor Lawrence a lot. Uh, I like what he is. I keep coming back with Justin Herbert. Uh, nobody blames Justin Herbert for that blown loss, and I think yeah. that that's kind of wild because. If you talk about Trevor Lawrence, Aaron Rodgers, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Jalen Hurts, uh, Lamar Jackson, throw Lamar in there, any of those guys blow that blow that lead, they, the, their teams blow that lead, they are blamed for that. And I think it's wild that, that Justin Herbert doesn't get blamed for the things he should have and kind of gets crowned for the things that he hasn't done yet, yeah. um, like winning a playoff game. So yeah, that's, what I I that's all totally. I think that's all totally fair. And for me, I, I think we're in a golden age where legitimately oh, yeah. I, I, I love – Love watching six to eight quarterbacks in the NFL right now. There, there might be ten who I'm like, man, I I will like go out of my way to make sure I'm watching when they're on. Uh, and and that's a wonderful place to be in. And the Chiefs play all of them this year. They play um, pretty much all of them. Yeah. Outside, like uh, there was only a few. Lamar is the only thing that I'm I thought would have cracked my yeah. list probably right. Yeah. No, I for sure. I think probably Lamar would have went at five for me if they played the Ravens this year. Um. But no, I mean, you're looking at the list. I started writing out all the quarterbacks that I told you. Jared Goff was kind of one of those immediate, like, I'm going to cross that guy off. Mm-hmm. Mac Jones was one, another one. I was like, I'm going to cross Russ. Russ was a debated. Maybe. No, I'm going to cross yeah. him off. Uh, but there's there's only a few games where you th- where there's not going to be a great quarterback matchup. But Next time, let's do bottom five quarterbacks the Chiefs will face this year. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yes, we have to do that yeah. before the season starts. Uh, right, making yeah. you know that right now. I'll be back next week. Bottom five. That would actually work really great out for me for planning. Um, but uh, no, let's uh, let's you know what, Josh. Let's go ahead and take a quick break. We need to regroup because we have to do our not so serious power rankings here. Uh, and I'm going to give you the topic. We'll take a break, and then uh, if you're listening to the podcast, you can think about it. If you're watching the video, you can think about what your ranking would be. Let us know in the comment section below. Yes, let us know. Let, let us know. know. Yes, you have to let us know what you think about this last one. Uh, or you can let us know what you think about the quarterback one too. If you want, uh, if you want to do that, you can. But we're going to be power ranking our top five burger toppings. So stick around. Listen, if you don't want to hear the nonsense, if you just came for the Chiefs, that's fine. Go ahead, go ahead, dip out. We appreciate you listening. Appreciate yeah, it. You hate, that. you hate burgers and power rankings. This this next segment will be for you. And we've lost no one. Everyone's still here. I love to see it. So make sure to stick around after the break. We'll be right back. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Make sure you download our new app. Find it on the App Store or Google Play. Just search KC Sports Network. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. Hey, thanks for sticking through that break with us. As uh, Joshua Briscoe is hanging out with me, we're power ranking our, uh, we just got done power ranking our top five quarterbacks the Chiefs will face. Now we're going to power rank our favorite burger toppings so uh appreciate you guys sticking around as well make sure to like and subscribe if you're ashamed by this i am so no, 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 no. power rankings are back in my life with you 
It's great. It really is great. And I think this is a good way to do it. Got to give the people what they want with the series chief stuff. I get it. Yeah, we gave you 30 minutes or something, you know? Well, you gave me a solid 30 minutes of, of good chief stuff. Now let's give you a, a nice solid 30 minutes. I'm just kidding. I go <laughs> We're going to talk about burger toppings burger for toppings. an hour. Uh, no, we'll, we'll do, we'll give you a little bit, but, uh, Josh, as my guest of honor, why don't you kick us off with your number five burger topic? I'm going to put something down here first to, just to, to make sure we're on the same page and that the okay. listeners are on the same page with us right now. What I'm envisioning is that I have got a, uh, a plate in front of me. Yes. There is a bottom bun, mm-hmm. a burger and a top bun. Yep. That's, that's what we've got, right? Perfect. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, my, num- I'm go, I am making my biggest statement. With my number five pick. I think moving it higher could have caused potential issues just for me and my life. So what I want to tell you is that my number five burger topping is barbecue sauce. Mm. We can have a whole conversation about condiments as our lists go on. But for me, I I love... There's some more that's going to come together here. You're going to be able to build my ideal burger. Not necessarily even what I'm doing here. But I, I love barbecue sauce uh, in all forms Obviously, there is like using it in the the holy way that God intended, as right. Kansas City has mastered. Right. There is pairing it with things like you know a little extra sauce on a on a on a delicious Z man of some. I mean, come on. It. I'm always good with a bucket of barbecue sauce, even when it comes to sandwiches, burgers, dipping in those fries, anything like that. Mm-hmm. For me, barbecue is the way to go, and uh, it's my number five topping. And uh, it's you're gonna find out where it ranks amongst condiments for me very soon. Very strong. Uh, I forgot the condiments of toppings. Uh, so that's really, really uh, good for me as I looked down at my list. But I was sort of think, rethinking my list. I, listen, I don't know if I'd change anything else for a condiment, to be honest with you. Because okay. at number five, I have lettuce, a nice leaf of lettuce. And because I like the change in texture, if you just get like sauce and like burger on a burger, it's just like all the same texture. I like the change in texture. I thought about tomato with this because it does add a little bit of flavor with it. Another change of texture. I think I like the lettuce better. The lettuce adds a little bit more of, uh, of some roughage to your bite. Adds a little bit of a snap. I do enjoy that. It's like a chips on a, on a deli meat sandwich, you know. Always like that good change of pace there. So that's why I got lettuce at number five. I think it's a good pick. And uh, I'll, I'll say with number four, this is yep. one that's kind of a, a little bit of a, of a versatile option. This is... Running back, wide receiver, playmaker. The Dexter McCluster mm. of, of my power rankings. Oh, offensive weapon, that. onions. You've got to yeah. have them in almost every iconic burger. There is an onion to be found. Here's what I'm saying. You can chop them up and just throw them on there. Your old school McDonald's burgers. I think White Castle was just meat and onions, right? Yeah, that might not be yeah. true. That's not true. You could roast Tucker. I think so. But you can have low effort, some some chopped onions, a couple little uh, just slices, thin slices of rings of raw onion. That's good. Both of those are good. You grill those babies, you caramelize those onions, or next level, and pairing very well with my barbecue sauce, admittedly. An onion ring is adding everything your burger needs. I almost just said straight up onion rings at four, but I I really will extend it to um, like a a blackened quick onion. Uh, Caramelize the raw, the chopped, the rings. I think no matter what, an onion's got to be on that list. Number four. It's funny you mentioned that because at number four, I have caramelized onions is what All my right. number four is. So I'm right there with you. I do like the caramelized, like the little extra flavor. Sometimes, though, you can get like a burger that has like the raw red onion on it. And it's just like a bit much. Yeah. I think I, you've got to go with a white onion. I think a white onion is what you need. Uh, not as strong. 
but uh, caramelized onions, I like them caramelized, like to bring that flavor out a little bit, but we're right on the same page with number four. Uh, so you're number three, Josh, what do you got? Number three for me, I know is a controversial one. I know that this is a little bit uh, of an audience splitter, maybe some off the field concerns, but I will live and die for pickles. One of the most iconic toppings in all of sandwiches certainly belongs very, very high uh, on, on the burger list. I think even your lesser pickles are still generally pretty good, but a yep. great pickle is there's there's nothing quite like it. So I so, proudly and firmly leave pickles at number three. I, I would just like some clarification. Are you saying like all forms of pickle spears uh, relish maybe? Um specifically didn't go relish i i think you lose the, the pop of the texture i love a pickle spear but but no it's a good it's a good correction a, a flat pickle of some sort and even then a, mm. big, a bit i'm being a little bit vague because you get your you know fast food pickles your your chips. general fast yeah the the, the, the round chips uh -huh. my favorite pickle like in the fridge at all times is those long slices of clausen pickles in the jar yep. those are my my uh my number one overall pickle pick i think uh, but that's a whole other ranking. That is a whole other ranking. You have to stay tuned. You have to subscribe for that one. Uh, that, <laughs> might, that might be a, that might be an exclusive one. Uh, number three for me. This is a. I think this one's pretty controversial too. I've got egg. I love this. And and I do when I like an egg on a burger. I like it to be a little over easy. I yes, like sir. the yolk to kind of add a little bit of uh of the of the moisture to the burger. Now your burger should already be nice and well cooked where it's juicy enough, but. Adding that yolk to it is just another a chef's kiss. Hopefully that was a good audio gag for a visual medium. But it was. I could hear it. Oh, good. It's Perfect. Um, but I, I've got an egg. Even if it's a hard egg too, I like. I enjoy just like again. A lot of mine are texture based. I'm now noticing uh, to 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 give a mix of different textures to the burger. I've got egg at number three. Now we're getting into the top two, Josh. These are the two. These are your top dogs. What's your number two? I will, I will say that I would be a little surprised if we don't have the same one and two. That's that's how bold I'm willing to go right now. Number two fair. for me, number two for me, bacon. Okay. It's hard to beat bacon on a burger. Again, you get a little extra texture. I'm going crispy with it. Do not be putting some fatty, stretchy bacon on my... If I have to bite and like pear, the whole strip comes out, that's not a good look for anybody. And the texture is important. So I want to get a mm -hmm. snap. When I bite in, but I've got bacon at number two. I think it has a case for number one, to be honest. But but I, I think two is where it truly. Yeah, number two, I've got cheese. Mm -hmm. uh, if you're gonna have a if you're gonna have a burger, you're gonna want cheese on it. I'm sorry if it's American. Honestly, Josh, I had burgers the other night, and like we have like the deli sliced cheese, like of the Colby Jack, your mild cheddar, because we're like that. We like that on our deli meat sandwiches. But I went to the store, we went to the store to get that American craft cheese to put on the burgers because it just doesn't quite hit the same as that plastic piece of cheese that yeah. you lay down on there. <laughs> and it's just something American about it. Uh, that is uh, that plastic cheese. So I've got cheese on a burger. I feel like you've got to have cheese. If somebody says cheese is $3 extra, I say, go ahead, add it on there. Um, I'm getting cheese on it. It's not $3 extra because a cheeseburger is what I'm buying. So that's, that's <laughs> added to the price. That's not a problem. Because my number one is cheese. Yeah, I was kind of thinking again, going back to my mind palace where I have a plate, a bun, and a burger and a top bun. I'm building backwards. If I have bacon, I'm excited, but I need a slice of cheese yeah. melting, of course, before I'm even accepting this as a, a useful food item. I, I I'm sure I've had burgers without cheese that have been okay, but 
to really be the complete meal, it, that's what it takes. And my number one is bacon. Um, everything you said, I I personally am more of like a chewy bacon guy. I like my bacon a little bit chewier. But like when it comes to a burger, you're right. That texture, that change of the change of texture there is is the uh, is the perfect way to do it. So, Josh, I appreciate you hopping on, talking some burger toppings, talking some Chiefs quarter not Chiefs quarterbacks, some quarterbacks that the Chiefs will face in 2023. Very exciting. Super excited to have power rankings back. I think looking at my number threes here, Justin Herbert and Pickles really have a similar kind of thing going on. I don't know if it works anywhere else, but Josh Allen can be bacon. That works for my list too. Joe Burrow cheese. Uh, Yeah, I know. I'm not sure. I think, I think it falls apart there a little bit. I I think you're right, but I I think Justin Herbert divides people at much like Pickles do. And I'm a fan of both. So thanks for having me. Let's do it again soon. Let's do it. That's going to be it for today's episode of KCS and have to make sure to like and subscribe. Go follow Josh on Twitter at JB Briscoe. Follow myself on Twitter at Tucker D. Franklin for updates for the show. Also follow us on social at KC Sports Network. I'll be back next week with another show. So until then, I'll talk to you later. Thank you for listening to KC Sports Network. We appreciate your support. Don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard. You can find all six of our channels covering the Chiefs, Royals, Sporting KC, and the KC Current, plus KU, K-State, or Mizzou by searching KCSN wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.